Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. All right, welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 29, numero 29. And I said at the end of Religion Law Quiz 28 that number 29 was going to be a fun one, and it is. And we've, we've been dealing with the heavy topic in the Masterpiece Cake Shop decision. We're going to just deal with a completely different issue today. All right, let's see how you do. So here's the quiz. Hallelujah! Pastor John exclaims, it has just dawned on Pastor John that that if a central tenet of his denomination is that the payment of taxes is wrong, then members of his church can claim a religious exemption to paying state and federal taxes, thereby enabling them to better support themselves and the poor and needy. Ah, the pastor here is headed for a fast realization that his plan won't work. Why is that? Hmm. So the, the question again is, hey, if it's a deep central tenet of my faith that the payment of taxes is wrong, why is that not going to fly? Well, uh, there's actually a 1982 Supreme Court decision that previously plowed this ground. And uh, assuming that there is no explicit statutory exemption to the contrary, a person or a group cannot escape the payment of taxes simply because it may interfere with their religious beliefs. Now, this 1982 case dealt with an appeal by a member of the Amish faith who employed various uh, workers, and that employer sought an exemption to paying the Social Security taxes beyond the statutory exemption created by Congress. And I'm going to read a quote here uh, from the Supreme Court decision uh, in that case. Here's the quote. Unlike the situation presented in Wisconsin v. Yoder, it would be difficult to accommodate the comprehensive Social Security system with myriad exceptions flowing from a wide variety of religious beliefs. The obligation to pay the Social Security tax initially is not fundamentally different from the obligation to pay income taxes. The difference in theory, at least, is that the Social Security tax revenues are segregated for use only in furtherance of the statutory program. There is no principled way, however, for purposes of this case to distinguish between general taxes and those imposed under the Social Security Act. If, for example, a religious adherent believes war is a sin, and if a certain percentage of the federal budget can be identified as devoted to war-related activities, such individuals would have a similarly valid claim to be exempt from paying that percentage of the income tax. The tax system could not function if denominations were allowed to challenge the tax system because the tax payments were spent in a manner that violates their religious beliefs. Because the broad public interest in maintaining a sound tax system is of such a high order, religious belief in conflict with the payment of taxes affords no basis for resisting the tax. Close quote. And that came from the Supreme Court's 1982 decision, United States versus Lee. And as we uh, give some practical takeaways, I mean, I think the example of this quiz is, is very practical. You can't 
say, hey, it's it's my religious belief not to pay taxes. Therefore, I'm not going to pay taxes. Or maybe the government's, you know, some of the federal funds are being used for some purpose that you find offensive to your religious beliefs. You can't say, oh, well, you know, you know, 18 percent or 5 percent of the federal budget goes to that. Therefore, I should be exempted from paying that amount. The Supreme Court says, no, that's not going to fly. Uh, we need the, the the revenue. Now, as I've been giving this quiz, what just strikes me is that we had a religion law quiz dealing with the Trinity Lutheran decision. It was actually quiz number 21. And there was this example where the question was, when under the First Amendment can the uh, state discriminate against a religious institution? And, it, and the answer was that when it is the state interest of the highest order. Now, the payment of taxes, uh, I would suggest or submit is that from the state's perspective, I'm going to say, you know, from the government's perspective, getting the tax revenue in is going to be uh, pretty important for the government because that's where it gets the liquidity uh, that it needs to operate. And so given that perspective and given the fact that taxes are going to be generally applicable across the board, uh, you're not going to see the ability to get an exemption on it just because someone says, hey, this violates my religious beliefs. Um, obviously, there's exemptions in the tax code, a whole host of them for different organizations, nonprofits, et cetera. But that's something that Congress has uh, built into the statutory scheme. So, all right, that does it for today. I hope you can join us for Religion Law Quiz number 30. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, Religion Law Quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.